What's going on, everybody? We're back. We're back to talk about the challenge. It's Thursday, November 16th, and I'm super pumped uh, to get into this episode of the challenge. We finally got our first sighting of mercenaries. We moved from control to chaos. It's wild times. It's wild times in there. So I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. And uh, yeah, so let's get this sucker started. Let's do it. My name is John Dunphy Judea, of course, for my Queen Mariah, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Kyle Petty Lay, standing Corey, this week's daily champ, uh, daily uh, daily challenge champ, and of course, Gina yeah. Morgino Kaiser, standing Olivia Kaiser. Uh, how you guys doing? Always, always. <laughs> um, no, I'm happy that we got a win this week, but you know, we had some troubles <laughs> otherwise. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. We but did, I'm going to still did. stand by my man. I'm going to stand by my man. <laughs> All right. Hey, you got it. You got it. Yeah. Um, and we are Stratch Chat, your favorite reality TV podcast. Find us on the socials at Stratch Chat Pod everywhere. Go follow us, you know, give us a like, write a comment. Just come hang out with us. We would love it. Okay. Now. Let's get into this episode. Are you guys feeling chaotic? I don't like these themes. <laughs> <laughs> just chaos is coming. Chaos is coming. Just, just bring the mercenaries just do it. in. Yeah, like enough. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of annoying. But really? I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess. I, yeah, I guess I'm feeling plenty chaotic. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so obviously, this episode opened with the, um, you know. Our challengers coming back to the house after Kylan had beaten Huey in an elimination. And that's when they discovered that this chaos clock was finally running in the house. They had like 12, 13 hours, whatever it was, before chaos really kicked off. Um, and really, they still had no idea what that meant. But uh, even even up to like the elimination, they really had no idea, I feel like, what chaos meant. Um but did you like at least this daily challenge that we got? This upside down world? The way I would be throwing up everywhere. <laughs> it stressed me out watching it. I did not like it. Yeah. Well, before we talk about who... Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Were you going to say something? Oh, no. I was going to say it was a fun watch. Um, certainly yeah. not one that I'd ever want to like participate in. But I had a good time <laughs> watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get into who won and like what the challenge actually was, like... Do you like the idea that now our daily challenges could potentially be flip-flopping back and forth between pairs or teams or, you know, who knows, maybe an individual thing? Or uh, do you like the, like, variety of that? Or would you rather just be, like, a kind of a straight format? I can't really decide if I like it or not. Yeah, I don't know yet. We didn't see enough. So yeah. far, I will it's say fine. But. The, this was one of the two places in this episode in which I call some shenanigans, which this is like the less offensive offense, but the way that these pairs were randomly being assigned by TJ picking names out of a box where the top of the box was blocked on our view, so only TJ could see what he was pulling, but it was all randomly done, I promise. He has no idea what names he's picking out until he gets them out, except we couldn't see the way his hands were moving. I was like, don't, don't 
have a little faith in our intelligence. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even assume that any of these things are ever random anyway. Um, whether it's a challenge, it's Big Brother or Survivor. Survivor, the only reason I'll believe it is that you're putting your hand in a bag for rocks and you're picking like that by color of rock or something. But otherwise, I don't ever buy it anymore. Um, it's just like, you know, in this particular challenge, the pairs didn't really, like, there was nothing that really shook anything up in this situation. But, like, you're already setting the precedent that something is going to happen that's so a crazy matchup of people. And it's like, I, sorry, miss me with that. So, so what you're saying is you want the algorithm back, right? That's what you, that's what Gene is. No, saying. that's the opposite of what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know. I feel like this probably was random, though. Like, what's the point of not, like, I feel like there was no, like, pairs that we got that was like oh of course they're together right it's not like they yeah, were putting like now. michelle with k with callum or like raven with kieran like people that have been like i feel like what's the like what would be the point of well, sure. having this not random today. none of the pairs yeah, well, today, yeah, I mean, yeah it wouldn't really affect anything but like just the way that everything was set up where like it was blocked by the camera i was like there's going to come a day in like a, cha a future challenge where there is going to be some crazy thing and they're going to be like wow i can't believe that randomly happened by chance Maybe. I mean, it could. But I feel like it, we're not, who knows how many pair challenge we'll e challenges we'll even get. You know, like, I, I don't know. I feel like if they were doing these pairs every week and we started to get some really suspect pairs. But like, for all we know, the next three challenges will be teams or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, But yeah, so we had this challenge and a lot of people did really bad in this. So they were riding along on the side of this truck being spun you know, whatever, head over heels, had to grab a bunch of rings, throw them on these poles. But some of the poles also had these little mats at the bottom of them. If you got it on the mat, it would be five points. If you got it over the pole, it was 10 points. Um, it was really hard to, like, keep track of how anybody was really doing, except for the fact that everybody was pretty much doing terrible, except for a few teams. Um, but apparently, Corey and Raven dominated which i feel like trying to like figure out the outcome of this and who had the more the more like the most points that was more suspect than tj picking any pairs to me <laughs> mm. i i don't know challenges like this right like i feel like a little bit strange like you're set you're at such a disadvantage if you go first because you have absolutely no idea of like how any of this is going to work um but other than that person, I do think it's also slightly like an equalizer because this is not exactly something you can practice for at home. It's not like you can say, oh, well, you know, I, I'm like a beast at this puzzle. Or like I've done this a million times. Like I always play horseshoes. Like this is not the same, like <laughs> at all. So like, so at least that. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but hey, I mean, your man. Corey Lay and my girl Raven. Everybody's counting her out. They got their first daily challenge win. This Corey's first ever too, right? Yes. Um, yes, it was. I saw Raven celebrating her win, and all I heard in my head was Kyle's voice notes. <laughs> <laughs> I still stand by. She does not stand a shot in a hall brawl or a pole wrestle with like a Cara Maria or a Laurel. I don't care how well she does. Like the, the end of this still is the same. Um, I don't know. No. I'm starting to believe. I'm starting to believe. John, she's stop. got a, no. she's got an elimination win. You don't, she's got a challenge win. You're, you're literally trying to be the agitator here. You, you, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. There, there can't be any world in which Raven wins against Cara Maria. Like, I mean, I mean, at this point, I think Raven's won more than anyone in there. She's won an elimination and a daily challenge. You know, like, I don't think anyone else has won that much yet. 
this season, maybe. The conversation, <laughs> my issue is Cara Maria. I don't care what she's doing in this season, but there's a bunch of people who have never won before. <laughs> okay, like, <laughs> she cannot win against a proper mercenary. And if she does win, then fine, shut me up. You can say whatever. But like, there's, there's just no way. There's just no way. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just having a little fun, you know. Oh, I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> said, I'm not going to let people think that you're actually being serious. <laughs> We're not, we can't. I'm not going out like that. Sorry. I mean, listen, I'm definitely rooting for Raven. She's on my draft team, even though I didn't draft her. Um, and you never well, let a chance go by where you forget to remind one her of, of that. The last, <laughs> one of the last ones left. Uh, but, you know, listen. Listen, I'm, like I said, I'm rooting for her. I think she's really hot and um, hope she does well all season. Listen, right I don't to want her to go home. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not rooting against her. I just, I'm just talking about how ridiculous. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to keep slamming this poor girl. Oh I, don't, I, don't know her. I don't know her. She's done nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But so, yeah, Corey. We have to talk about Corey a bit because he was very thrilled to get his first challenge win. Um, and then things took like a little bit of a turn <laughs> because things started to get a little ugly. Um, he threw in. So the winning team we find out here gets to nominate. TJ told us one man because it was just predetermined. It was a men's elimination. Um, and after some back and forth, they decided to go with Asaf. Um, who was very angry by this was literally in front of everybody's just started yelling while they were still at the challenge site. Um, what did you think about like Corey's decision, Asaf's reaction to it? Like any thoughts on, on this whole blow up? I didn't really care. Um, I don't know Asaf. Like, so I don't know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is like justified or not. Like, we saw that one little blurb where they were having like a little meal together and like they were talking and it looked like they were friendly. Asaf keeps telling us that like, you know, he's really, really great friends with Corey and like, oh, I'm your best friend in the house. But like Corey said, I've only known you for two weeks. So I don't know what kind of a bond, like, is it that Corey is playing a strong enough social game that he makes people feel safe and that's why now you feel super jarred? Or is there actually something there? Um, we're not getting the little bits of foundation that we're finding from like Jay and Asaf and the relationship they had, you know, prior to coming into the game. So it's like, did he actually owe you anything? Like, I don't know. Right. right. This is the first I saw of it, to my knowledge. I don't feel like I saw like Corey and Asaf as being a thing prior to this. He said, oh, I backed you up on the last elimination. Like, did he? I don't even, I don't, I don't remember any of that. Like, right. Like, the way Asaf was was responding to this whole thing made me feel like, I guess they were really close. But then Corey started talking about, I've only known you for two weeks. And I was like, maybe I'm just getting like Asaf's relationship with Jay mixed up with Corey somehow. Like, because of the way Asaf was acting in this episode. Like, um, yeah, it's, it seemed like a lot for someone that didn't have a strong foundation to begin with. So, right. I, I am know. just curious, though, like. It's so weird to me because there's still coming into this episode, there were still 20 players in the game, but somehow it felt like Corey had like almost no options for who to nominate. Like, uh, you know, so it was like just kind of a weird thing. Cause so I pulled up, uh, there was one shot they played in the episode uh, that had Narice's Alliance specifically mentioned. It was Narice's Alliance, which I feel like it's just like the American Alliance, basically almost. Um, 
So we got Michelle, Mariah, Raven, Olivia, Colleen, uh, Ed, Kyland, Asaf, Jay, Horacio, and Corey. So like, I guess this is why I was a little surprised too, because he did have like, Corey could have nominated Emmanuel. The, re the reason he gave was because they played Spies, Lies, and Allies together. But like Asaf is in this picture, you know, like, like I, I just wonder like. But like, was he even that close with Emmanuel during Spies, Lies, and Allies? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. I, I honestly don't remember how close they were, but I think that's the I, I didn't know why Corey that was gave. a factor. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a little weird to me. Like, I, I guess, I guess like, it's just interesting to me. Like Corey's in a weird spot to me because he's in that picture. He's in the American Alliance, but we've been hearing now that he's also like working with some of the UK people. Uh, he didn't want to burn Emmanuel. Like, I don't know. Like, I just don't really know where Corey stands in this game. I feel like he's a little all over the place right now. Like, I'm just wondering, like, if he's going to get himself in trouble a little bit here rather than sticking with one alliance. Is he spreading himself too thin? Like, I, I don't know. Well, to be fair as well, like I'm not exactly sure where anyone really stands because, like, looking at this cast list, like, what what would a different man have done differently? Like, an Ed, what are you doing? Like, I, I don't really know where anyone stands with these people. We, we also call Nerissa's alliance the American Alliance, but Asaf is in there, and he came from Challenge Argentina, so like that's already like debunked. So like, what does any of that mean? I don't know that Corey in his first season was really around long enough to make really strong bonds one way or the other. So like, what is he supposed to go with? And once again, we are completely overlooking the fact that Raven vetoed some of the things that he said. This was not oh, yeah, yeah. just Corey's decision. I don't even remember who else had come up that Raven had said no to, but there were a couple of times she was like, mm -mm, I don't want to do that. Mm, I don't want to do that. And it's like, okay, well, once again, we have one person taking the, the majority of the blowback for a group decision, which in Raven's defense, once they did get to that deliberation, she did say, hey, to be fair, I was part of this too. But it looked like nobody gave a single fig about that. Like right, it was, was still it just, just because, focusing all on Corey. And I don't know like, why. Was it just because it was a men's elimination and Corey was the man in charge of putting someone there? Like, I don't know what it was. Yeah, like it's, it's not all his fault. Like get in Raven's face then too. But Raven got no smoke for this yeah. decision. None, none. Yeah. And that's not really yeah. fair. Um. I guess, like, I just, I don't know what, I, I wish I knew more about, like, Corey's relationships with some of these people, though, because, like, I don't understand, like, if if the American alliance technically should have been off limits, like, why couldn't it have been, like, a Callum or a James? Yeah. Like, well, like, I don't know that it can be Callum because of his supposed relationship with Michelle and whatever they have going on, so I feel like that kind of takes Callum off the table. James, we we did see that there was some kind of acuteness happening with them. Oh, that's right. They did um, have some moments in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That did that did seem to kind of come after the blowback that Corey was receiving for his decision. It looked a little mm -hmm. bit more like that James was consoling him, but I would have to also believe that maybe that conversation also happened because maybe there was already a foundation for things. Like you don't you don't know who's talking to who. It's really right. hard with this. Um there's a lot yeah. of people. Um it really kind of shows you too, like how tough of a spot Corey was in because you mentioned Michelle uh, being a reason why he might not want to put Callum in. But like, what's funny is that by choosing Asaf, it almost set off a whole other chain reaction of issues because they kept talking about how this is the chaos portion of the game. Like 
he, you know, TJ did say nominate one man, but what if uh, the their partner ends up having to go in? And it just so happened that Michelle was Asaf's partner. So like by saving her showmance, she was feeling that it could potentially put her at risk because now you're throwing her partner in from the Daily Challenge. Like, right? It was like what, we're so early in this game, and somehow there was already no right answer. <laughs> It just feels like there's so it should be so many options, and yet somehow there yeah. were none. <laughs> like, right, and honestly, Michelle, like this is part of why I, I really I have such a hard time getting down with Michelle. Like I want to like her so bad, but the way that she carried on about this whole thing with Corey, like I understand your concern that like we we have now reached a stage in this game that we don't know. We don't know what all these things mean. Like you're, you're nominating my partner. Does that mean I go down? But I still think that her reaction to this was way overblown, and it's like. When she makes decisions against somebody else, well, that's the game. I don't like it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And then when somebody <laughs> does it to her, it's completely un unacceptable. And it's like, it's really annoying. Like the way that she whines and carries on. It's like, I don't need an hour and a half episode if I'm going to get 20 minutes of Michelle carrying on and bitching the way that she does. Like, yeah, she was like big mad. Yeah, it was so ridiculous. And it's like, and you still at this stage, didn't even know that you were in danger. This is all based on a bunch of ifs, and she's still carrying on as if like she's about to go home. Like, oh my gosh, she's just the worst. She is the worst. I, this is actually also really making me wish that we could somehow see into some like alternate reality where where Corey had put up Callum, and we get the same kind of energy from Michelle uh, because probably. now you put up her man instead of instead of her daily challenge partner. Because I feel like it would have been pretty similar either way. Yeah. Oh man. And you know, to also defend Corey a little further, like once TJ said that this was going to be a man's elimination, we're putting up a man, and it's like, give me a name. I cannot imagine when you don't even have a chance to talk about anything. How much do I want to share right, with this person? I'm not, I'm not even playing with Yes. It's like there are so many things going through your head. I think it is completely feasible that he was not thinking about could Michelle possibly go in with this? You're looking at that top row, all men, and that's what you're focusing on. I probably um, wouldn't have thought about it until she said, even like in the episode, I wasn't thinking about that for a second. Not and one I had no moment. <laughs> yeah. Not one moment did I even give that a thought. Um, of course, you know, to play devil's advocate with my own thought process, there is a world in which I think that we can exist where we can say like, you know what, this is how Michelle plays this game. And this is how she gets to the end because she is so emotional with her responses to things. And she gets you in these one-on-one -on -one conversations where she makes it so damn personal that you're just like, you know what, I'm not fucking with this bitch no more. I'm not, I am not going to play with her anymore. I'm going to make sure she, I always protect her. And she can kind of just float to the end without really having to win or really ever really have control because like she's controlling you emotionally. So there is something to be said for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Um, I still grow tired of her. <laughs> I still grow tired of her. <laughs> um, all right. So one other thing we got in this episode was it looks like we got the beginning of uh, this relationship between Horacio and Narice. Man, Narice is hot. She is very hot. <laughs> hot. Hor Horacio is a lucky man. Um, I guess so. he got over got over Huhui, uh pretty quick, though. I don't know that he was ever under Huhui. I know. Was that ever, like, a real thing? Or was that just something that a people decided I, was a thing? 
I've read online that apparently there are rumors that him and Huhui were hook, hooking up in the house. We saw Raven tweet online that after she knocked out uh, Huhui, oh uh, yeah, 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 she, yeah, yeah, she yeah, tweeted yeah. like, "I'm the reason that Horacio and Norris got together." Because after that, uh, oh. so I don't know. I forgot about that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, it's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so chaos is bringing another change for us, though. Our deliberations have turned into vote-ins, right? So they're actual Asaka, deliberations, not just people yeah, just actual. Like, blindly defending themselves, also throwing themselves under the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a public vote right there outside the house. Um, how do you feel about this? Because I feel like the way that like the house is split right now. Like there's a really good chance that the Americans could sort of, I mean, depending on what happens in daily challenges that like Americans can sort of just like steamroll these votes, right? Like right now, like I almost would prefer that it was like a secret vote. I think I feel like you'd get a little more of this chaos uh, if people were able to vote in secret rather than just in front of everybody, because people are going to be afraid to, I mean, most people in the Americans Alliance are going to be afraid, I think to go against the group. Like, I don't know. I, I do there's there are things about public votes that I do enjoy, but I, I don't know. I feel like in this situation I might prefer a secret vote. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Um I, I think that because of the way that the eliminations will go and now the introduction of this draw will kind of that could even this out a little bit, you know, because like you get the one person down there that's really based on performance. Um, and then the next one is this vote. I'm also curious to see if that's how this continues. Because if you're playing like as a team, how are you selecting just one person to go down? Um, like, how how is all this going to work? Like, is the entire team now going to vote for one person from the other side? Like this, and that could get interesting too if you have enough internationals like on one side, and then like maybe they do put an American. Um, yeah. That is yeah. really interesting because in this too, we had um, Corey and Raven, they were able to be at the deliberation, but they weren't able to actually cast a vote, I think, right? So like, is that how the rules are going to be when it's teams? Like, are you just going to have like half the house not voting for somebody? Like, it's kind of I don't of think weird. I even noticed that they didn't vote. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I noticed that either. Well, it was kind of a wonky deliberation anyway because well, we, they did vote. There was there was some numbers. It was Kieran and what's his face, right? They, it was Kieran and um, I think the, Emmanuel. I think got a vote or two. Emmanuel, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so there was there was a vote, right? But I mean, like, it was a little wonky. No, no, no. Though. I'm not saying like people voted. I'm saying I don't think I realized that Corey and Raven did not vote while oh. everybody else was voting, right? I think it was also kind of hard to tell, I think, because they only really got like halfway through. I think at one point, Kieran just got enough votes that he was like, all right, I, I'm just going to save everybody. I'm going in. Like, I'm voting for myself. I'm going in. Um, so, like, it, I don't know if we actually really saw everybody vote anyway. So it was a little tough to tell. But I believe I heard TJ say, like, you can go be at the deliberation, but you cannot cast a vote. Yes, he did say that. So. Um, okay. So, Yeah. Our elimination was set, Asaf versus Kieran, so we thought, until we arrived at the arena. 
and our first mercenary was unveiled. I, I gotta tell you, I was a little like underwhelmed because I was hoping they would kind of like bring everybody out and you'd have like all of the mercenaries like staring them down or something like that, like something very dramatic. Like it was kind of like a bummer to me to just have Jordan walk out and compete and then like leave. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, actually, I like that. Yeah, and I and it's I, harder know, for I, them to prepare things ahead. Of, like knowing who the options are, they can prepare better. So I do like it better that they don't know. That's what I was gonna say. So yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Sorry. Good, good point. <laughs> Very good point, Kyle. Very good point. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it was interesting to see the draw come back, right? Um. I love guess I, I'm very, I'm very, I love a good draw. I am just very interested because apparently there were three options in there. One was Kieran, one was Asaf, and then one was something that TJ didn't want to tell us about. We just have to find yeah, out. Yeah, I was what like, what happens. the hell is it? <laughs> Maybe it's all three play, and like you know, because this is Ooh. one that you really could have had, like. Or I mean, it could have been like Jordan could choose his opponent from someone that's not one of the two. Yeah, could be anything. Yeah, um, love it. I can't wait to see when it comes up. Yeah, I, I just, I hope it happens soon. <laughs> yeah, I don't want this to be I like one wanna... of those Big Brother twists that never actually happen. <laughs> right, we just right. never find out. <laughs> yeah. Like, like if it's if it's one or two weeks or whatever, like a little suspense. Like I'm cool with it, but like if we have mm -hmm. to wait like till like the last elimination before the final, and then it finally happens, then I would call shenanigans, and I'd be like, failed twist, failed yeah, twist. No. I was like, it's like you were pissed it didn't happen yet. You just wanted to get one in before the final. Like, well, we can trust that we will see it happen at some point because they will manipulate and say, like, just take the third one. Yes, like that person's going to know, like, we're going to get to see it and we're going to get to see it, honestly, the best possible time. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, because that's definitely going to get manipulated, but that's OK. That's all right. Um, so I'm excited about that one. So you can manipulate it. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see it. Um, Let's see it. Yeah. Unless it affects my team, and then I'm not on board, and it's shenanigans. <laughs> my team is already fucked, so <laughs> I've given up on hey, my I mean, uh, I'm having. A I mean, I'm, I'm catching up to you. Unfortunately, yeah, Gina's only so. one behind you now. Gina's only one behind you. So, <laughs> um, but okay, yeah. So we found out in this uh, in this new twist now with the mercenaries coming in that, uh, so their pot is at four hundred six thousand dollars when this starts, which. Mm -hmm. I wonder if at some point they're going to have another shot. I could see there being some kind of cheap thing, like, oh, if you finish this, we're just going to get you all the way to 500 grand or something. Uh, <laughs> we, we also, we already got, who was the one that made the comment? Was it Jay who was like, uh, I don't want, I don't want these mercenaries taking our money. I don't want to be the poorest champion in, uh, in the challenge history. And I'm like, there are still people like we've talked about that have only walked away as a champion with 250 grand. So give me a break. <laughs> And back in the earlier days of the challenge, like you didn't win numbers like this when it was a strictly an MTV show. Like sometimes you only won like a hundred, and we're saying only. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. That's in no way bad. Like that's like, but yeah, like especially when you compare with like some of the other shows, like looking at like the Traders and like Big Brother Canada, I'm like they're only going for a hundred, hundred and twenty-five. Like relax, it's fine. Right. And how dare right. you be so presumptuous that you'd be the poorest challenge winner? We got a long road ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know if they're going to be in the final. Like, so calm down, calm down. We're talking about the final pot. 
You haven't even seen Elimination yet. <laughs> Cut down. to me watching from home. Like, I would be happy to win $100. Dollars, let alone. Yeah. <laughs> even if you tax it, I'd still be thrilled. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, do you like the the twist of the mercenary comes in? And if they win, they get to take ten grand from the pot. Um, it's kind of a real kick in the ass to the loser. It's like not only did you lose, and now you get to go home, but you just lost everyone here money. <laughs> I wouldn't give two shits about that. I I fuck y'all. I'm going home. I'm not getting none of it. So you might as well have last session you get for putting me down here. I don't like it. I think it's lame. Do you think it's lame? I would like it to be more than ten thousand. Take like a 25 grand? Yeah, yeah. 25. Make it really worth it for my mercenary. Because you tax if you're taxing them based on that like bonus bracket, you're losing like only like 40, 45% of it. So you're like, you're really only coming out of here with just barely enough to put a down payment on like a cheapo car. It's like the hell out of here. <laughs> Give my people some money. They flew all the way out here for this. <laughs> just really to do not a least fun thing. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's not a bad gig, though. You know, I mean, you come into it, you just have to show up for an elimination. You're not even in part of the game. You just show up. And if you win, you win 10 grand. Pretty, pretty uh, easy yeah, money in a short, nice. short night's work. Sure. Short night's work. Depending on what it is. Just running back and forth at this ramp. <laughs> can at least give me 15. <laughs> 15. Working real hard. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so Jordan had to had to you know had to do this this draw, um, and he chose Kieran. So all of that carrying on that Asaf did, all the all the shouting at, at Corey didn't even matter. Even though Not you know he's 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 going back into that house, super pissed at Corey though. Well, and I would too. I would too. It, it doesn't matter. That I didn't actually see it. You selected me to do so. It had nothing to do with you that I got out of it. So, no, I'm still yeah. mad at you. I'm still mad at you. You put me in danger. It's fair. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I actually I, – I did enjoy – I know we're going to talk about some potential uh, shenanigans, uh, some some tomfoolery uh, potentially that took place. But I did actually really enjoy the challenge for what it was, this King of the Hills. Um, I thought it was pretty uh, – pretty, it looked pretty cool. Uh, basically they, they were down in the sand. There was one big blue hill, one big orange hill. They had to run back and forth and hit the button where the light was going off. And uh, as soon as they hit that button, they had to get ready because another light could turn on at any moment. Mm-hmm. Um, there was three, three rounds, three, one minute rounds. And basically whoever, uh, won two out of three rounds would be the, uh, the winner of this elimination. Um, and Kieran started off from what we saw in the edit, Kieran started off very strong. Uh, it looked like Jordan sort of rebounded in the second round and then ended up winning by one in the third round. Um, so Kieran goes home, who like is a huge, that's a big threat out of the game, a very huge. big threat out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Jordan wins, takes 10 grand, Kieran goes home. That's our elimination. I call shenanigans. <laughs> All right, what do you got? <laughs> so I I do have a video of one portion of uh, the elimination, and then I have a couple of screenshots of some some tweets and some things. Um, for starters, in this video, there are two things to pay attention to here. One is Jordan's feet, and the other is there's going to be an aerial view of the entire elimination arena, and it's going to be on the left side of the screen. So just 
Just a quick right. little clippy clip. Let's give a gander. The shoes. In the case shoes. you missed it, Jordan keeps. It, we're led to believe that this was just like one, like consistent uh, thing that happened. Like this is like we're watching in real time how this elimination is going. But you saw multiple times in that clip Jordan's shoes going from black to bright yellow, and then when it goes to the aerial view, there's just like yellow shoes sitting in the corner. Then if you, mm. I saw on Twitter. We have this tweet from, oh, come on. There we go. No, come back. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is what happens when I try to do things. Um, all right. So we have a tweet from Norris that says, if only you saw the way the entire elimination went, you would have been really entertained, which Raven, of course, quote tweeted. Then we have this tweet from Michelle that says, the way that elimination played out was not exactly how I remember it, but props to Jordan on his champ win. And then I don't know who tweeted this. But it says Kieran was actually beating him in the first two rounds and then they had to stop it and rearrange something due to rules and Jordan came back and won. And I don't know how reliable a lot of these challenge mm. spoiler accounts are, but apparently what I had seen was that Kieran was actually winning by a lot. Jordan threw a fit in the middle of elimination saying, no, I'm doing a bad job because my shoes are too slippery. I need to do new shoes or I'm not doing this elimination caused like this whole big uproar changed out his shoes and they restarted the elimination again and he won by a lot that time so and then there was a, an, an interview with kieran later on where he doesn't really say anything specific but he's like i don't believe that i actually deserve to go home given the elimination but i mean if i'm gonna go home i guess i have to go out to somebody like jordan who is you know so undefeated such a great competitor I have a big problem if the whole thing is that these mercenaries, these challenge legends are going to come in to win a lot of money if stuff ends up getting rigged for them to just win the game and take people out to win their money and go home. And I, mm. I, I don't know, you know, how reliable these sources are, but if there actually was a situation where Jordan was losing and he just caused an uproar until they changed the game to benefit him, I have a problem. I have to say that doesn't actually surprise me. Um, <laughs> but I didn't catch anything with the shoes or anything like that. But like, it actually like does not shock me. If you go back and watch the elimination, literally every other clip, he's wearing a different pair of shoes. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen some stuff on Twitter about this, and I feel like the truth is probably like usual, like somewhere in the middle. Like, I, I mm. feel like I've seen a lot of people saying like. Kieran has come out in other places and said, no, Jordan beat me. Um, I've seen other people mention about how, like, uh, you know, a lot like in these eliminations, all the challengers, when they show up to the arena, have the exact same gear between their, their, you know, under armor, the pants they're wearing, the shoes they're wearing. So if Jordan showed up and had like shoes that weren't like non-slip shoes, like you kind of have to make sure they're wearing the same equipment, you know, like uh, things like that. So like, I feel like it's probably somewhere in the middle, but I'm sure, you know, Jordan probably did stop it and say like, listen, my shoes are slipping all over the place. Like I need, I need different shoes. Um, but I don't, I don't know if that necessarily means he caused like a big uproar. I also don't like, I don't feel like you could read too much into like Norris being like, if you saw the whole elimination, you'd be really entertained. Like we don't really know what the hell that means. Like, mm -hmm. and that doesn't seem like she's really calling anything shenanigans on anything. 
um, to me. But I don't know. Mm. I wonder. <laughs> if there's anyone to throw a tantrum, I would believe, though, it would be Jordan. Um, especially coming off his, um, you know, world championship win. Um, I, I'm not going to come in here and look a fool. I will say some of those aerial views as well. I, I felt watching it, it was a little hard to see who actually hit the button and who yeah. didn't. I was like, mm. there were a couple of times that I felt like Kieran actually did hit it first. And then like, but they gave the point to Jordan. I was like, I'm not really sure how any of this is going. Um, and it so kind of made me too, not like, enjoy it. Even before I started like digging into these tweets and like seeing all the stuff on social media, even just the way that like when the elimination ended, the way that people were responding to Jordan felt a little off to me. Like he was, first of all, just being super cocky, even just like, yeah, I'll just let him get a couple of points and then I'll really show him how a challenger, like, you know, whatever. And he gave that whole like speech about like his title, like all that. And I think it was Jay literally like turned his back, to, like turned around and like stopped watching him. Like oh, everybody's faces were like, it was manual. It was a manual. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. There was just something about it that I was like, I don't know. These people seem like a lot more upset than just like a normal challenge win that sent somebody home and then i started seeing all the stuff online also emmanuel unfortunately was wrapped up right. in some of that tory crap from last season if you remember that oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, there yeah, yeah. is that there as well which is I how i took that we forgot about that you probably just blocked it out because it was the worst <laughs> part of the entire season was that whole story like so there was yeah i that kind of that's how I saw Emmanuel doing that was just kind of like in response to that whole situation. Um, not that I felt that Jordan was actually the agitator in that situation. I think mm -hmm. Tori was really the main problem well, with everything that went on there, but yeah, well. Yeah. And I also, I also feel like it doesn't surprise me that like the, the cast that we have on this season would give a really chilly reception to any, any like spotting of the of the uh, the champions showing up, you know, like these mercenaries. Because I feel like their whole big thing this season is how it's their turn. They're the new generation. They're going to be the new champion. And then all of a sudden, you have Jordan Wisely coming in. Mm. You know, and I feel like my first thought would be like, wait a minute, if he beats one of us, does he get to enter the game or something like that? Mm. You know, like that's part of the reason that I feel like people would be very like wary of like what the hell are these mercenaries doing here. Um, but yeah, of course, Jordan wins. He immediately runs by with his finger over his mouth, like, shh, you know, like, like, of course, they're going to give him a hard time. So I don't know. Yeah, but so I, I don't know. That, that's why I, I kind of thought that even just like the mercenary winning some of the prize pot was lame. I was like, you're just like, that was probably the incentive. Like you come in, you win some money and you leave and then we'll just make it look like an accident. You know, like, I, I just I don't know. I don't know how I feel yet. It's only the first one. Yeah, well, I gotta definitely give him something like, to show up like that. <laughs> right. I definitely do like them taking some of the money, um, especially yeah, because you so. already have that element of adding to the pot. I definitely like for there to be some subtractions as well. Um, I actually just think it's, I still think 10K is low. Um, you need to ding these people. Yeah, I agree. 25K. Yeah. Dig him. <laughs> How dare you give CT $10,000? What is that? $10,000. <laughs> I mean, I have to assume they also get some kind of stipend for appearing at all. You know, $750. <laughs> and right. airfare, is, airfare and food is, <laughs> is covered. $750. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Thanks for oh, coming. Oh, no. Hit the bricks. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. Oh, my God. <laughs>
Oh man. But yeah, so that was uh yeah, like, that was whoa. the episode. Timor Gino does take her second hit of the season. Sure does. That one that was that was a tough hit. I was, I was, it was upset at the about top this too. At the top, that means it was yeah, actually this, a person she wanted. Um, this is this yeah. is a rough loss for me. <laughs> yeah, that was it yeah. was a shame. It was a shame. I was really excited about getting him on my team. <laughs> I will say, Kyle, you do have three gone, but they're all on the bottom. They're all on the bottom. They are. Oh. They are. Um. Yeah. And then somehow, somehow, I'm still uh, still sitting pretty over here. Yeah, we know, us. John. We if know. we're gonna discuss some discourse, though, you know, I really should have put this into the into the thing, but I was ill prepared. Ooh, you um, call it? I read something about Jessica because you know we had discussed how in her deliberation. Kyle. Uh oh, where'd Kyle go? Oh no, I wanted to hear the tea. I know. He was about <laughs> to give us something good. I was so excited. Uh I I I don't want to I don't have anything else so like I don't want to just end I know uh, I'm like <laughs> I'm so amped to hear what he had to say Oh boy Well I mean do you have anything else to say <laughs> <laughs> Um I I don't think so <laughs> I'm like trying to think of how to like extend this so he comes back I know. Actually, I do have something here. I've got one hey. thing that I could do here because uh, we haven't done it yet. And perfect timing. Perfect timing. I'm coming back in the room and I just hear Lu, 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 and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> we we were literally rambling and I was like, Gina, you got anything else to say? She said no. And I, I said, like, Well, I have one thing. And I, I started leadling. And then you came in right oh, as God. soon as it ended. Perfect. Perfect timing. <laughs> no, thank goodness. Because I, I have some discourse to kind of I was so excited to hear what you had to say. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Like restream has just been giving me problems. Just said connection lost all yeah, It's been like, so weird this week. Been no warning or anything. I don't know. You, Cruising for a cancellation restream. Boop. Don't have me going back to somebody's stream labs now. Um, <laughs> now, Miss Jessica had posted mm -hmm. some words um, that I thought was interesting um, because, you know, her deliberation didn't go so great. And we had kind of discussed how, like, oh, why is she basically just like throwing herself under the bus? Um, and apparently, she says, um, she was she ended up being voted into elimination after getting in the middle of some drama between Jay and Chauncey. Um, so while Jessica didn't have nearly as many connections as others coming into the game, she did do a little bit of pre-gaming. And apparently that involved having a four-hour-long conversation with Jay shortly before they left to compete. Once the game actually got underway, Jessica formed an alliance with Chauncey, who had ex expressed his intent to target Jay directly. Um, when she wasn't entirely truthful about this piece of information, when Jay asked if anyone was targeting him, she noted that he turned the house against her. Um, and then she said, everyone except Horacio had told me 100% that they were voting for me before we went into the deliberation. I had no doubt in my mind that I was being put up. So I was just grasping at anything. That's why you see me being like, I don't even want to win. I'm willing to help anyone else out. That wasn't the truth. I was just trying to do whatever I could to stay because I knew at that point they were putting me in. Hmm. 
And then wasn't that the vote where Horacio had like voted for Big T and we all yeah. were like, why did you do this? What? Yeah. yeah. That makes some sense. So it sounds like Jessica kind of got railroaded there and that was kind of like left out. Um, yeah. I mean, because truly like watching that episode back, it was like, what a crazy pitch to make. Why would you ever, why would that be what you're saying in this deliberation out of nowhere? You're right. like, well, I don't need the money. I'm not actually trying to win it. I'm fine. I don't need it. Like, I don't understand where that would come from, but like for it to be a last hail Mary to try to like get some numbers on her side, that makes a lot more sense than just out of the blue. That's her pitch. Just giving up. Right. Right. And it's kind of unfair that you didn't give her that in the edit though. Cause it made her look like she was. It like, made her look ah. so stupid. Yes. And it's like, I, that's not the Jessica I remembered from when we saw her yeah. on the challenge Australia, which is the whole reason why I wanted her. Cause I was like, no, I'm like, right. she's, a, she's a tough lady, <laughs> but like, yeah, so it sounds, looks like she was done a little dirty. Um, and just another reason to not be as enthused by Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jay, like, I feel like Jay has always gotten a pretty rough, like, he's always had a pretty rough go in most of these challenges. So you can see he's, like, really trying to take control of this one. And I just don't know how much I love it. I don't know. But he's on my it. team. So. Yeah, no, I don't love it. I wanted to, but I haven't been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that does officially include my thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's uh, that's all I got. Uh, any any anything else? Anybody for the benefit of the community? Mm -mm. All right. Um, so, what do we have coming up uh, tonight? In a short uh, what ten minutes or so? Ten minutes uh, we'll or so. Yeah, we'll be talking. Uh, we're doing our first official recap of Big Brother Australia. We've been doing all the exit interviews as house guests have been getting evicted this season. Uh, so we've been able to chat with uh, with everybody that's, you know, that's that's been voted out so far. So if you haven't checked those interviews out, make sure you go back to YouTube, check those out. Um, but hang out with us tonight too. We'll be talking, I guess, what is this? Episodes one through like six or something like that. Yeah, not, not, that's like why... a, not like a, yeah, not like a formal recap, just like kind of talking about our thoughts so far on the season and the people that are in there. Um, yeah, I think we should just kind of do what we were trying to do the night that Restream also failed us. When we were trying <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kind of yeah. just running down each person and giving our thoughts and things because there's too many little events that happen to try and yeah. recap each task and each thing. So yeah, a very yeah. casual, um, you know, just pull up and have a good time. Let's part that. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that is tonight in about 10 minutes, like 10.35-ish p.m. Eastern time. All right. So come stay with us, hang out with us. Uh, mm -hmm. And then Monday, we'll be getting into uh, Survivor 45, the most recent episode, which I actually I've, have not even gotten to see yet. Me, I've been told um, by so many people that I specifically have to watch it. And I don't know if that's good or bad, and I'm afraid. <laughs> my mother said oh, wow. it was the, what, the best episode of Survivor she's seen in the new era. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. How she, yes. She called me to tell me about Survivor today. Did you I, watch? I, like, from, oh, from, from, what gathered, from what I've gathered on social media, it is a good episode for me. And that's why people want me to watch it. But I don't know if that's true. And I'm scared. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Wow. All right. Oh, very excited. Do we have anything else on Monday? Is it just a one stream night for us? It's just a one stream yeah. on Monday. Um, All right. Before that, I am going to wrap up BBUK. This is not going to suffer the same fate as Temptation Island. <laughs> oh, is it not? I, um, the finale is tomorrow. 
Gotcha. So, um, yeah, gotcha. I'm like two episodes behind. Um, I've been keeping up with things, but like, you know, I did not turn out a chuffed the other night like I wanted to. <laughs> um, she got a little tired. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most certainly after the finale, we are going to wrap, wrap it up properly. So, yeah. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Very cool. And Matt Blevin um, says, re-survivor, I'm going to cry and Kyle's going to have conspiracies. And then he I came back and said that I'm going to cry in a good way. So I'll accept that because I've been nervous. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. see. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for us for uh, the challenge. So come hang out with us in a few minutes for uh, Big Brother Australia. All right. <laughs> <laughs>